Welcome, everyone, to a midweek edition of Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me online, social media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, it is Power Rankings Day in the NFL. Before we get to that, a quick note on the Calgary Flames. And then, of course, we close today's show with today's ticket. Brought to you by Betstamp, the Trivago of sports gambling. It is an amazing resource to find the best lines, the best odds from a number of different shops uh, across the world, basically, to find the best value for you, to give you that edge, finding the best lines, multiple sports books, and also, if you're someone who's looking to get into the space, they have a commission-free option to uh, allow you to kind of sell your picks online as well. So it's a, a wonderful, wonderful resource for sports gamblers, and we are so happy they are a part of the show and so happy you are a part of the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Get caught up on everything you missed in history class with We Had No Idea. Hosted by Peter Klein and Kim Carson. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's start with the NHL. And the Calgary Flames, wouldn't you know it, lost again last night. And the thing I'm just wondering is, is this road trip not road trippy enough for the the whole gelling back together thing? Admittedly, they're playing better, but I I thought that, you know what, just getting out on the road, hanging out with the boys, that that, that was was gonna be enough to fix everything. Oh, it didn't. Oh, oh, well, color me surprised. Look, they, they are playing better, but there is clearly some kind of an issue here between the players and Daryl Sutter already. And I have had just about enough of Daryl Sutter calling out all of his players basically nightly in the press. Um, It's just, it's getting a little bit tired and it's getting a little bit old. And look, there are a number of players who quite frankly aren't playing all that well, but it just feels like the coach is trying to get as much of the spotlight as he can. And I don't I don't think Daryl is that kind of guy, but there, there's just, I, I have really, really not appreciated the way that Daryl has handled everything in the media the last few days, um, saying that, like, everyone needs to step up and everyone needs to be better, and but just, like, in a not encouraging sort of way. And not everyone needs a pat on the back or everything like that. But, yeah, it just, it is all coming across to me, like, Daryl just wants to be out there. And Daryl just wants everyone to know, like, hey, I fucked with the lines and maybe, like, irreparably damaged the chemistry on this team for at least a little bit. But it's not my fault. It's everyone else's fault. And they need to be the ones who are handling it a little bit better. It's just very frustrating from that standpoint for me, um, watching this, following this Flames team anyway. We'll see if they get back on track. All they have to do is beat the Boston Bruins on Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday night? Today's Wednesday night. Thursday night. And, And everything will be fine. Everything will be back on track. So, hey, no worries there. It's just, you know, you know, one of the best hockey teams in the NHL. Yeah, no worries. It'll be fine. All right, it is time for Power Rankings after week nine in the NFL. Of course, we will start at the bottom and work our way up. And hey, we got a new worst team. The Pittsburgh Steelers come in in the number 32 slot. Uh, They did not play this week, but teams who were behind them before won, or at least put on good showings. So we'll give them that. The, uh, The Steelers, and again, this is something that we've talked about before, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
I, I feel like they would be in an interesting conundrum if they were to be the last place team in the National Football League right now because they went out and drafted a kid at quarterback this last year in the first round. Do you do that again if you have the first overall pick? Or, because this team, I think, clearly has a few holes that they need to fill, do you move that pick? And we, we have just seen with Miami what they have been able to do when they move down from that Trey Lance spot. If you are to move down with a team like a Houston or a team like an Indianapolis or a team like Carolina to, to kind of get up into that spot, what do you do in that situation? I think is very interesting. So the, if the Steelers do end up being the worst team in the league, that would be quite the thing. The Houston Texans, no, they didn't win, but they put on a good show against one of the top teams in the power rankings. So they move up to the number 31 slot. At number 30, it is the Chicago Bears. At 29, the Indianapolis Colts, who just fired their coach. It kind of feels like they are starting over. This is an entirely wasted season, but they really do seem like a team like they should should try to move up in the draft and get a high-level quarterback because a lot of the pieces are still there on this team. It's just been a poorly run team for um, for a little bit. I think for the, the Frank Reich situation, I think he is a good coach. Um, I think he was put in a weird spot here. And I don't think the organization... Now, he was a big part of trying to get Carson Wentz into the, the organization. So I guess like he does share some of the blame for that. But... It's not his fault that Matt Ryan was just washed coming into the season and there was no backup plan, that there has been no backup plan since Andrew Luck left. So I feel like Frank Reich was kind of put in an unwinnable situation there. At 28, it is the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it's it's just them. Um, 27, Detroit picking up a win over the Green Bay Packers. That's great. Uh, they're the reason why Green Bay comes in at 25. Between those two teams, it's the Vegas Raiders. Another just heartbreaking loss from a Vegas standpoint. They lose to Jacksonville, who are our number 24 team. It's just, it's done for the Raiders. And I don't think McDaniels is the answer as the coach. It'll be very interesting to see what they do now with Josh Jacobs at running back because on the one hand, he has been their best player. But on the other hand, that this team has a number of holes that they need to fill that it would be easier to fill if you weren't paying a running back exorbitant amounts of money. So the Raiders have an interesting conversation to have this offseason. At 23, it is the Commanders. 22, Cleveland. At 21, the Denver Broncos. In at 20, it's Arizona. And again, we say this with Arizona every week, it just ain't happening with this team this year. At 19, it's the Rams. And they are now in that spot where it just ain't happening for the LA Rams, that they are, that this is kind of the cutoff for the teams that are just done, that these are the teams that it's just, you know what, it just isn't happening for you this year. At 18, it's the Patriots, they are close to that, although that was an impressive win this weekend. At 17, New Orleans, 16 is Tampa Bay, they, they get... They get a win that they needed, but not impressively enough over a team that's struggling to make us think, okay, they're back. The Giants didn't play. They move up to 15. At 14, it's the Jets with a big win over Buffalo. That is a monster win, but I just can't put them in the tier with Cincinnati and Atlanta and Miami and the, the Chargers. So they get set in at uh, number 14, but th this has been... This has been exactly the, the year that Robert Sala needs to kind of proof of concept what he is doing there. And the Jets are showing that the, the value of nailing it in the draft, basically. And I'm not breaking any news here. Like, yeah, you know what helps being good at the draft? That, that's not like, 
don't stop the presses. We're not changing the genre here or anything like that. Uh, at number 13, it's Cincinnati. They bounce back with a big win against the shitty team, mind you. So we'll see what they do against actual competition. At 12, it's Atlanta. They do fall to the Chargers, but they hang in that game, so they, they don't drop down a whole lot. At 11, it's Miami. Boy, you know, Miami, if they could have put on a strong performance here uh, against Chicago over the weekend, then I feel like they would have bumped up quite a bit. Like, I'm just dying for a team to step up in a big-time way and be able to move up in these rankings. But for Miami, they'll hang out at 11 for now. At 10, it's the team I can't quit, the LA Chargers. Now, into our top 10. At number 9, Minnesota. Yes, they beat Washington, but not overly convincingly, so they actually moved down a couple of spots. Seattle continues to show they are quite for real with a win over Arizona. At 7, I have the Tennessee Titans. I am just buying into Coach Vrabel now and what this team is doing. The, the game plan is perfectly situated for their team. I have concerns about this team if they go down by even three points, how they're going to be able to come back in football games. But I, I, I believe that this Tennessee Titans team, at least in this football season and this football landscape that we are currently in, is a team to be taken seriously. At six, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, a couple of teams in the rankings here in the top five didn't play. San Francisco and Dallas, they stay at four and five. Uh, and then at three, the top three is the same. Even with Buffalo losing, I still think they are the best team in the NFL. So it's a, a step back for them. They're number one still, though. Kansas City, a good win against a good team stays at two, and the Philadelphia Eagles, a decent win against a bad team, stay at number three. So the Buffalo Bills, once again, the number one team in this week's NFL Power Rankings. Music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent with X's where the A's would be. And you can find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. All right, it is a full slate on today's ticket. Today we have a busy night in the NBA and a, a kind of busy night, I guess, in the National Hockey League. Uh, so let's get right into it, shall we? Anything on the NHL schedule we like today? There are four games on it. Uh, let's go with the Minnesota Wild taking on the Anaheim Ducks. I feel like Anaheim is better than what they have shown to this point um, this season. You don't get the best odds on them plus one and a half. You know what? I feel like the Ducks can win this game. Uh, let, let's go Ducks plus 142 to win against uh, Minnesota. The best odds there coming from our friends at CoolBet. The range going anywhere from plus 128 at NBet to plus 142 at CoolBet. So CoolBet's where we're going to go for that one. Shout out to them for having the best odds on that. Uh, that's the only hockey game that is really kind of catching our eye today. In the NBA, there is a full slate of games. Um, it's an early one out in Orlando. The Mavericks, I think the Mavericks can beat up on, um, I think the Mavericks can beat up on the Orlando Magic. So let's take a look there. Right now, the spread ranging from six and a half, oh, down to six, it's Sports Interaction. Uh, shout out to them. So we are going to go minus six Sports Interaction. It goes up as high as minus seven and a half. So look at that. Again, the value of bet stamp here, we are getting an extra point and a half out of that game. Thank you ever so much. Fine folks at Sports Interaction there. Uh, minus six is the number that we're in game, going to get the Mavericks at. Um, man, I keep, 
I keep going against Indiana and they keep like kind of making me pay for it, but I'm going to do it again here with the Denver Nuggets. The best odds that we have on the Nuggets, uh, the range is from minus five and a half to minus six and a half, minus five and a half. You're getting it at Tony bet, William Hill Sportsbook and bet. They had the, the highest odds on one, but they have the best ones here. Also getting it at stake, bet Victor, Betway and bet 99. We also have. Uh, when you're looking at in the six and a half range, that is at B-Win and at Party Poker. So we're going to go minus five and a half. And the best place to get that is at Stake, which has that one set at minus 111. So that is where we were going to go with that play on the Denver Nuggets on that one. Continuing down the ticket, I do like the Raptors to win big tonight against Houston, but with the, 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 the offense hasn't really been blowing it away lately. So I don't know if nine and a half is the best way to go on that. Um, oh man, Knicks plus three and a half against Brooklyn. You know what? We're going to do that. We're going to do that one too. New York Knicks coming in plus three and a half. That is the best odds for a few spots that have plus three, but plus three and a half is the way to go. And the best place to get that one is at stake where it's at minus one ten. So once again, stake is going to be providing us with the number here for today's ticket. Anything else out West? That Clippers-Lakers game is going to be incredibly interesting. Ah, there's our last one for the day. The Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Sacramento Kings. Looking at it, it's minus four and a half basically across the board with the exception of stake that has it at minus five and a half. Uh, so bet 365 is where we're going to go for the minus four and a half for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it is a five-game ticket for us today. We had a bit of a step back in our last one. Had a, a bit of a step back. Forgot to, you know, full transparency. That's one of the things that you can do at BetStamp is kind of track how everything is going, what you're doing well at, what you're not doing well at. So let's take a look. Um, it was a couple of days ago where we had our stumble here. So that was back on the 7th. Yeah, we we, we lost. We had um, a minus 50% return on investment. That is not awesome. Uh, Baltimore was the only one that we won against New Orleans in that spot. All time though, we are still ahead at 4.9% return on investment. I'm feeling pretty good about that. So to lock in before we hit track today, our plays on today's ticket, Cleveland Cavaliers minus four and a half at bet 365. The New York Knicks minus, or uh, sorry, plus three and a half against the Brooklyn Nets. That one coming to us from stake. Also at stake, it is the Denver Nuggets minus five and a half against the Indiana Pacers. Sports Interaction giving us minus six for the Dallas Mavericks against the Orlando Magic. And in the NHL tonight, just to win straight up, the Anaheim Ducks plus 142 against the Minnesota Wild at Cool Bet. We found all of those numbers thanks to Betstamp, the Travago of sports gambling. You can find, as we just, um, just described for you here, the best lines at a number of different shops. It shows the value of having a few different sports books that you can choose from. And another great thing about this, you can follow my picks on here. You can follow a number of different ex experts' picks on this website, on this app. Um, there's a, a number of different ways that you can go about maximizing the value of Betstamp. Look for the app right now, Betstamp, and when you download it, use the promo code, or referral code, sorry, COUCH. The referral code COUCH. Um, just let them know that we sent you because so far they're big fans of what we're doing and we kind of like to keep them around. So thank you all so much for that. That is today's ticket. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Content from me for the rest of the week. Uh, there is going to be a new We Had No Idea. It is obviously Remembrance Day week 
here uh, north of the border in Canada. So we are going to replay one of our um, our World War One episode 41. We had no idea that should be out here in a matter of moments, actually. Um, coming up tomorrow, I'm going to be on Game Over talking about that Flames game against the Boston Bruins. And then Friday, we'll be back here with a full NFL preview, some UFC picks for you as well. And yeah, should be some fun times. So talk to you a number of times throughout the week, everyone. Have a good one. I'm out.